Hello and good morning. I am Hamilton Hale and I am your host. I'm a ninth grade student at Mount Vernon Presbyterian School and today we'll be talking about people who had big effects on our historical, revolutionary, political, and culturistic world. I'll be talking about the Mayans and their culture, the Colombian civilization that developed their own language, and I'm going to pass it on to my colleagues, Kylie Smith-Wolf, Peter Tarkenton, and Ellie Curlander. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction, Hamilton. I am Kylie Smith-Wolf, and I'm a ninth grade student at Mount Vernon Presbyterian School. Today, I will be talking about Augusto Pinochet, a past Chilean dictator who tortured and killed thousands of innocent Chilean citizens. Peter? Thank you, Kylie. Hello, my name is Peter Tarkington, and I am a ninth grader at Mount Vernon Presbyterian School. I am going to talk about recently impeached president of Brazil, Dilma Rousseff. Now, Ellie. Hi, I'm Ellie Curlander. I go to Mount Vernon Presbyterian School as well, and I'm very excited to be sharing with you today. I'm going to talk about revolutionist, socialist, politician, and Dr. Che Guevara. So, let's talk about a little background information on our historical figures before we get into questions. Okay, I'm going to talk about the Mayans. The Mayans were a civilization that was a dominant society throughout their time period. They formed in Guatemala and in Mexico throughout the states. They were famous for their temples that they built. They used them for very many different things, like worshiping and praying to their gods and having big community meetings and festivals. They also developed their own language, which was specific to their civilization and their culture. Over 5 million people um, spoke it at the time. They were also very big agriculture farmers. They knew how to live off the land, and they grew very many crops, which was a main reason why they survived for so long. Wow, Hamilton, that's a really interesting civilization that I never studied before. I should look into that. So, Augusto Pinochet was born in 1915 and died in 2006. When he was just a young boy, Pinochet loved the military. He always wanted to be involved in it. And in order to do that, he attended the military academy in Chile. After graduating, Pinochet moved on to the University of Santiago to study social sciences and law. Once finished with all of his schooling, Pinochet went on to be an instructor at the military academy, the author of many of Chile's historical and geographical texts. And finally, he became a brigadier general in 1968. Very interesting, Kylie. My changemaker, Dilma Rousseff, was born in Belo Horizonte, a city in southeastern Brazil, in 1947. She had multiple jobs in politics between 1985 and 2015, including Secretary of Treasury, Chief of Staff, and from 2011 to 2016, President of Brazil. She was very popular until mid-2015 when riots began for her impeachment. They wanted her impeached because of the multiple scandals and promises she had not fulfilled. Then on August 31, 2016, she was officially impeached. Che Guevara was born in Rosario, Argentina in 1928. He grew up very modestly and graduated from high school with all honors. Guevara was introduced to politics at a young age. As a teen, he became politically active, joining a group that opposed the government of Juan Porán in Argentina. This is one of the factors that sparked his lifelong engagement in politics. Guevara then went on to study at the University of Buenos Aires School of Medicine. So, Kylie, how do you think individuals and civilizations can become catalysts for change? In other words, how would the catalyst for change you research define what it means to be a change maker? Good question, Hamilton. When talking about Augusto Pinochet, you have to consider the fact that he was not the catalyst for a positive change. His catalyst for change in Chile had to do with the political viewpoints of the current president, Allende. Allende was a socialist, and in Pinochet's mind, this orthodox democracy was too easy to infiltrate and destroy. So he formed a coup and violently took over all government control. Wow, that's 
Also very inter- interesting information there, Kylie. Ever since she got out of college, Dilma Rousseff wanted to make change to make her life better. When she was running for president, she said she would make the country better, but that was not her true goal. She also changed the country forever through many scandals and lost Brazil money, so it was definitely not a positive change. Well, when traveling around South America after taking a break from college, Guevara noticed the poor living conditions and made a promise to dedicate his life to the less fortunate. Over the years, Guevara became a very well-known revolutionist, and by becoming a powerful military leader, he became a voice for the voiceless, living in poverty. Guevara then befriended Cuban revolutionist Fidel Castro, and together they changed the lives of many impoverished Cuban citizens by fighting against the Batista regime, who took away the rights of many people. The Mayans, the civilization that I researched, were very big for change, and in a positive way. They knew how to live off the land, and they were very big agriculture farmers. Um, They changed the landscape many different ways, built their civilization off the land. Okay, guys, now that we've discussed how individuals and civilizations become catalysts for change, based on what you know about each change maker and their accomplishments, what would be a modern day issue or problem that they would be passionate about? Hello, this is Coca-Cola coming to you live. We all hope that you drink Coke whenever you can. It's at restaurants and also come to our world of Coke in downtown Atlanta. Bum, 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 Back to the podcast. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Here is um, Kylie Smith-Wolf. Wow, Hamilton. A great question again. Acosta Pinochet's regime relied greatly on the U.S.'s support. Without it, his presidency would have failed within the first one to two years. The U.S., at the time, was in the middle of the Cold War with Russia and other communist countries around the world. Since Pinochet was against communism, the U.S. had no other choice than to allow him to continue his regime without any violent trouble from the U.S. In modern times, Pinochet would greatly care about who the next U.S. president was because their thoughts and opinions about communism and his rule would greatly affect his regime and legacy. Well, an issue Dilma Rousseff would be passionate about is poverty in Brazil. One of the few good things she did while she was president was she attempted to get Brazil out of the intense poverty they are in. She would also be passionate about this because she grew up in poverty and that would be something she would try to fix. A modern day issue that Guevara would be passionate about would be the issue with ISIS and radical terrorists. Radical terrorists take away the rights of people who defy their beliefs. Impoverished citizens are voiceless in the shadow of the terrorists living in their countries. I believe Guevara would do everything in his power to overthrow ISIS and abolish it for good. I think the challenge in a modern day issue would be the government. They had so much land back then and nowadays it seems to be a very big source for um, governments to test out things. Um, they could pl- they could plant their crops and not build homes and temples, and they would always be on the move, and that would be very inconvenient for their um, people and their civilization. Thank you very much for listening, and we still have more to come. We're going to transition into our conclusions now. Thank you, Hamilton. So currently in Chile, Pinochet's regime has been almost completely dissolved, along with his legacy. Having passed away from a heart attack in 2006, the only ones left to represent Pinochet's work are his wife and children. And actually, he was such a disliked dictator that after he passed away, the current president said that he would not be receiving the ceremonial funeral service that is due to all other presidents. His son also stated that his father had asked to be cremated instead of buried because the tomb would have likely been disturbed by his enemies abroad. Interesting. Currently, Dilma Rousseff is in the country of Brazil, and her supporters and herself 
continue to fight the impeachment. However, it doesn't matter because she will never become the president again under Brazilian law. The current interim president taking her place is her old vice president, Michael Temer. Unfortunately, in 1969, Guevara was captured and killed by the Bolivian army. He died at the young age of 39, but his legacy still lives on as an influence to many Guatemalans, Mexicans, Argentinians, and Cubans today. The Mayans, um, about 7 million to 5 million um, people live in Mexico and Guatemala, and they are still thriving today. Okay, um, I hope this podcast informed you more on the people and the civilizations that affected our world. We hope you enjoyed listening. Thank you very much, and one more time. Hi, this is an ad from the Georgia Aquarium. Please come down. It's in downtown Atlanta, right next to our fellow sponsors, the World of Coke. We've got we've got the largest aquarium in the world, and we're sure your kids will love it. Come on down. Open through Mondays, 6 to 4, Tuesdays, 6 to 7, and Saturdays, 3 to 6. Thank you, and have a great day. <laughs>